Hello everyone and welcome to the Epiphany Radio Program here in the Diocese of Kalamazoo. We're glad you're with us here today on this 19th Sunday in Ordinary Time. It is the 13th day of August. Also, it's a, another one of those great uh, feast days. Um, separate feast day, of course. You know, the, the feast of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ comes number one, of course. But Our Lady of Fatima... And it's kind of beautiful from uh, last week, from uh, from the transfiguration of the Lord, and that um, you know Pope Francis was in um, in Portugal, and Fatima. And you may want to think of that name, Fatima. That is uh, Mohammed's daughter's name was Fatima, and uh, of course uh, Mohammed also had a. Uh, a, a, a great respect for the Blessed Virgin Mary. And of course, he didn't look at Jesus as God. Of course, there's a lot of other religions who don't, including Christians, ones, ones who call themselves Christians. I believe the, the Mormons, as well as the Seventh-day Adventists and Jehovah Witnesses, do not look at Jesus as God. Um, but uh, you know, true Christianity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the, tr- the Blessed Trinity, Jesus is God. Jesus is Lord. And we will hear that today. That's an amazing thing today, and that's partially what the Transfiguration is about anyway. But Fatima, Fatima, Portugal, so was occupied, uh, parts of Portugal were occupied by the Muslims um, some uh, seven or 800 years ago, I want to say. Um, and I could be wrong about that by history lesson. But uh, it's such a beautiful connection to our Muslim brothers and sisters and to people of other faiths um, and that uh, Our Lady chose Fatima to um, appear to these children and to show, you know, to show all of us that, you know, Christianity, when done properly, uh, really brings an enculturation into society and into the world, a respect for the woman a respect for the mother and the father, the respect for the family, right? And, uh, and respect for community and uh, a, a reduction of, of hatred and violence of all types, of all sorts. So great little reminder there for everyone. So Our Lady of Fatima, um, the, to remember that uh, this very day, this 13th. And of course, an assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary is coming up this Tuesday on the 15th, as well as tomorrow will be St. Maximilian Kobe. So there's some uh, great, um, great feast days that uh, come upon us here in uh, this next week of August. Of course, last week was Deacon, um, uh, 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 Deacon Lawrence. Um, and I remember that, of course, because I'm a deacon, but also my father's name was Lawrence. And, uh, so I remember him, and he was a martyr of the second century, and very, you know, beautiful story with him too as well. But today's readings are all about um, uh, these mountaintop experiences, right? To go on top of these mountains, and sometimes, uh, you know, mountains and valleys of life. But uh, we're going to go right into the readings. This is the 19th Sunday in Ordinary Time. I truly hope that you're able to make it to Mass today. It's so important. It's the greatest prayer of the church, the greatest form of worship that we can do for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, um, is to go and spend an hour 
Um, now, whether you're at, you know, in a state of grace and you're able to receive Holy Communion or not, go to Mass. Maybe you'll have an opportunity for reconciliation. Go to Mass. Our world needs you, especially if you're a Catholic Christian. You're part of the original church. You need to help the world. You need to help your family, and you need to help yourself. And you need to help yourself. You need to make your life full. And our life does not become full by the size of our bank account or our houses or our, our earthly riches. Our, we become rich through love and self-giving and forgiveness. And I uh, also want to mention uh, you know, how th thankful, great gratitude I have for our new bishop, Bishop Edward Lose for his um, doing the radio show with us last week, and we hope to have him on um, regularly. Um, but he is a very kind, gentle uh, man, very loving man, but a very, uh, uh, you can tell, he, he is a man of authority, uh, just authority. And uh, he's going to be a great help. Not that, not that our past bishop, Bishop Paul Bradley, emeritus, um, he was a great bishop as well, too, and I've been honored to know these men um, and work with them. So keep them all in prayer. Pray for everyone. Pray for, pray for your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. Uh, be a real Christian. Pray for those people who you don't want to pray for, especially family members. Pray for them. Pray for yourself. Pray for reconciliation. Pray for transfiguration of yourself, your own heart, your own mind, the world's heart, the world's mind, our politicians' minds and hearts, right? Yeah. So here we go. Our first reading today is from uh, 1 Kings chapter 19, 9, 11 through 13. At the mountain of God, Horeb, Elijah came to a cave where he took shelter. Then the Lord said to him, go outside and stand on the mountain before the Lord. The Lord will be passing by. A strong and heavy wind was rendering the mountains and crushing rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. After the fire, there was a tiny whispering sound. When he heard this, Elijah hid his face in his cloak and went and stood at the entrance of the cave. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our responsorial psalm today is from Psalm 85, 9 through 14. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. I will hear what God proclaims, the Lord, for he proclaims peace. Near indeed is the salvation to those who fear him. Glory dwelling in our land. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. Kindness and truth shall meet. 
justice and peace shall kiss. Truth shall spring out of the earth, and justice shall look down from heaven. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. The Lord himself will give his benefits. Our land shall yield its increase. Justice shall walk before him and prepare the way of his steps. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. Our second reading today is from the book of Romans, Romans chapter 9, 1 through 5. Brothers and sisters, I speak the truth in Christ. I do not lie. My conscience joins with the Holy Spirit and bearing me witness that I have great sour, sour, sorrow and constant anguish in my heart. For I could not wish that I myself were accursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my own people, my kindred according to the flesh. They are Israelites. There's the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the worship, and the promises. There's the patriarchs, and from them, according to the flesh, is the Christ, who is over all, blessed God, blessed forever. Amen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our gospel reading today from the gospel of Matthew chapter 14, 22 through 33. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. After he had fed the people, Jesus made the disciples get into a boat and proceed him to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. After doing so, he went up upon a mountain by himself to pray. When it was evening, he was there alone. Meanwhile, the boat, already a few miles offshore, was being tossed about by the waves, for the wind was against it. During the fourth watch of the night, he came toward them walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. It is a ghost, they said. And they cried out in fear. At once, Jesus spoke to them, take courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. Peter said to him in reply, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, come. Peter got out of the boat and began to walk on the water toward Jesus. But when he saw how strong the wind was, he became frightened and began to sink. And he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus stretched out his hand and caught Peter and said to him, Oh, you of little faith. 
Why did you doubt? After they got into the boat, the wind died down. Those who were in the boat did him homage, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In the words of this Gospel, wipe away our sins. Welcome to the Epiphany Radio Program, my brothers and sisters. My name is Deacon Louis Zemlick here in the Diocese of Kalamazoo, Michigan. And we're glad you're with us here today on this 19th Sunday in Ordinary Time. And we also give a great shout out to Our Lady of Fatima uh, to ask uh, our Blessed Mother, the Mother of Jesus Christ, our Savior, to pray for us. Please pray for us. Pray for this world. And we also have another feast day coming this Tuesday, the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And Maximilian Kobe tomorrow, of course. Of course, St. Maximilian Kobe, who um, was murdered in one of the Nazi uh, prison camps, I believe it was Auschwitz that he died in, uh, may have been, may have been, um, may have been one of the other ones. I don't have that information in front of me. But in any case, my brothers and sisters, he, he was a great man of God and had a great devotion to the Blessed Mother. And I want to talk about the Blessed Mother just a little bit here because it's very important. It is the one thing that Christians balk at. Catholics, Protestants. It's almost as if the Muslims, our Muslim brothers and sisters, have more devotion to the Blessed Mother. I know the women do because they, they go to Mary's house in Turkey, in Ephesus, Turkey, to ask for the Blessed Mother when they're trying to get pregnant, when they're trying to conceive. They ask for the Blessed Mother's help. My brothers and sisters, the woman has been persecuted long enough. And the greatest woman who has ever lived, the Blessed Virgin Mary, and whoever will live, needs to have our respect. We do not worship Mary as we worship God, but we honor her with high honor high honor. And many of us, you know, including myself, including, you know, afraid to make the sign of the cross in public, afraid to make the sign of the cross in front of this person or that person. We don't want to be overly religious. See? But in some cases we do. We need to have courage. Jesus tells us, right? Ye of little faith. We of little faith. Me of little faith. And so just a little tidbit there. So love the Blessed Mother, love her, honor her as you would your own mother, greater than your, greater than your own mother. It's the mother of God. And Jesus is God. He is. Now that's heresy or blasphemy to some who may be listening, but I tell you it is the truth. She is. She truly is the mother of God because Jesus is God. And she bore him, carried him in her womb for nine months. Let's go right into our first reading today. If you ever want to listen to our program, you can go to deaconlouiszemlich.com. We have our program's archived there as well as on SoundCloud and soon um, uh, podcasting too as well. So here we go. First Kings, 
from the catechism. It's all about prayer, my brothers and sisters, prayer. Finally taking the desert road that leads to the place the living true God reveals himself to his prophet Elijah. Like Moses before him, remember last week, Moses and Elijah in the transfiguration. He hides in the cleft of the rock until the mysterious presence of God has passed by. But only on the Mount of the Transfiguration, here we go, will Moses and Elijah behold the unveiled face of the one whom they sought, the light of the knowledge of the glory of God shines in the risen face of Christ, crucified and risen. Isn't that not powerful? So my brothers and sisters, you know, when you go to church today, they elevate the Holy Eucharist. You are looking at God. You are looking at Jesus, the face of God, in this simple piece of bread. And I know we... You know, people who criticized us for 2,000 years. But the sacrifice of the math, we're not re-sacrificing Christ. No, 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 no. No. There's only one true sacrifice. And only one true priest. Jesus Christ. He is our high priest. But our priests act, persona in Christi, as the man Jesus at that moment to consecrate that bread, simple bread, simple wine, and to the greatest substance there has ever been, the body and blood of Jesus Christ, Savior of the world, God of the universe. And we are asked to be in a state of grace and to consume, to eat, to fellowship, to commune, true, holy communion with God. Then our responsorial psalm, Psalm 85, there's this reading the profession of faith from Catechism 214. God, he who is the truth and love. So beautiful. I just want to make sure that I get this right. It's from Psalm 85 and the Catechism references this. Line 28 here. Let me read this. There are two terms expressed summarily, the riches of the divine name. In all his works, God displays not only his kindness, goodness and grace and steadfast love, but also his trustworthiness, consistency, faithfulness, and truth. I give thanks to your name for your steadfast love and your faithfulness. God is faithful. And I think it's one of the reasons why we don't like God, why we may even hate God, ignore God, say, I'm an atheist, really. And I think it's because of love, because we're afraid to love like God. We're afraid we're not able to love like God. And true, we are not able to love like God unless we are in communion with God. Unless we pray to God, worship God, acknowledge God, change our ways, stop the sin, turn away from sin, and live. Be reconciled. Be reconciled with God. In Christ, the heavens and the earth 
are reconciled. Hear that? In Christ, the heavens and the earth are reconciled. Peace is made through Jesus Christ. From our book of Romans, Romans chapter 9, the Catechism also reads this. 839 in the Catechism. The Jewish faith, unlike other, un, unlike other non-Christian religions, is already a response to God's revelation. In the Old Covenant, to the Jews belongs the sonship, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the worship, and the promises. To them belongs the patriarchs and of their race, according to the flesh, is the Christ, Jesus. So beautiful. So we, we thank our Jewish brothers and sisters. And of course, Paul is writing this. Paul is, he's Jewish. Paul is Jewish. See? We think about this. We don't realize that. How great, how great a thing the, our Jewish brothers and sisters have done for us in the honoring of the word, of the word of the Old Testament. And then we have 449 and 448 of the Catechism as well. We reference this 449 of the Catechism from, uh, from uh, this book of Romans. Um, let me read this. By attributing Jesus to the divine title of Lord. Do you hear that? So how about our brothers and sisters from some of these other faiths, from these other religions, some of these other churches or so-called Christian churches. Think of this. Read this. Get yourself a catechism of the Catholic Church. It's probably, it's the second greatest book ever written besides the Bible. It truly is with all these references to all of these scriptures, what the church has taught for over the centuries, millennium, what the church has taught. By attributing to Jesus the divine title, Lord, the first confessions of the church's faith affirm from the beginning that the power, the honor, the glory due God, the Father, are due also to Jesus because he was in the form of God and the Father manifests the sovereignty of Jesus by raising him from the dead and exalting him into his glory. We also read from 448 and 449 and 448 is directly connected to our gospel reading, which goes right into our gospel reading. And listen to this. 448 of the Catechism. This is all profession of faith. Last week is about profession of faith. And what is God doing for us today? Strengthening us. You know, is the world stressful enough? It's always been stressful. We've always needed God. Every generation has needed God. From the most, you know, people, well, we've invented the wheel. Oh, <laughs> we've invented concrete blocks. We're the, we're the smartest. We're the best. No. No, we need God's help. You know, I thought to myself the other day, and I'll read this 448 of the Catechism. 
I thought to myself the other day, and I think you should all ask yourselves this, and I think I've asked myself this too before I even, you know, a Catholic priest came up to me and said, you should think about becoming a deacon. And I was like, are you out of your mind? Me, a recovering alcoholic, become a deacon? Are you kidding me? He says, no, no. Same thing with jail ministry. Are you kidding me? People are like, no, this would be good. And all of these things have been good. But I thought this to myself, my brothers and sisters, and you need to ask yourself this, especially if you're you know, very knowledgeable and you've, you've got degrees and you've got, you know, you're a professor and maybe you're 60 or 70 years old and ask yourself, what does it hurt you to believe in God? How does that, how is that a bad thing to believe in God? Whatever, whatever form you want to think about or believe in, whatever spirituality you want attached to. And I think, of course, the Catholic Church is the, the, the ultimate with all seven sacraments, with the same worship that basically has existed the same for almost 2,000 years, with the foundation of our Jewish brothers and sisters of the Old Testament, with the patriarchs, with Elijah, Moses, and Abraham. And of course, we all share in Abraham. All the great religions share with, with Abraham, our Muslim brothers and sisters, our Jewish brothers and sisters. But think about does, what harm does that do you other than to your pride and ego? But a long, long time from now, maybe a short time from now, while you lay in your deathbed and you are dying and we all will die, what will you say? Who will you call out to? I ask for you to call out to Jesus. Even if you've ignored him your entire life, call out for him. He will answer you in such a powerful way. Actually, I, I ask that to any person here who's listening. Call out to Jesus. You want to see your life change. Don't wait for the politicians. Don't wait for your brother or your sister or your husband or your wife. You who hear these words, open your ears, open your hearts, open your minds to truth, to real truth, not just to the fads of the day or the sexuality of the day or the money of the day, or the success of the day, or the job of the day, or to be powerful of the day, or the politician of the day. No. The transcendence of God that no man or woman can take away from you. No one. But you decide. You decide to love or not. Now let me read this from the Catechism. So there's my big preaching job there. I'm almost over time. Here we go. Very often the Gospels, the people of Je address Jesus as Lord. This title testifies to the respect and the trust of those who approach him for his help and healing. You hear that? Help and healing. 
at the prompting of the Holy Spirit, Lord expresses the recognition of the divine mystery of Jesus. In the encounter with the risen Jesus, this title becomes adoration. My Lord and my God. It thus takes its connotation of love and affection and remains proper to the Christian tradition. It is the Lord. Wow, amazing. We always finish with theology of the body. Um, St. Pope John Paul II's theology of the body. And in his general audience of the 10th of September, 1980, the Holy Father continued his series on theology of the body. He gave a description of the inter effects of lust from the wisdom tradition and compared it with the teaching of Christ on adultery in the heart. Corruption in our heart. And who do we hurt? Who do we hurt? We hurt God, yes, but we hurt ourselves. More reason to believe in God. Walk away from this corruption, this adultery in our hearts, this crime that we commit against ourselves, against our own flesh and blood, against our own families, against humanity. Make it to Mass today, my brothers and sisters. Be a person of love and a person of God. Almighty God bless you all. In the name of the Father, the Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all. We love you. Have a beautiful day. Forgive. Call your brother or sister.